Inside Seniors Health FSP 360, your career in clinical research, with Ben Hasfurt and Maike Schäfers. Clinical research is such an interesting field with so many opportunities to develop and so many possibilities to build a career. If you have followed our podcast so far, you have seen that we have talked to many people in different job positions. However, the question remains, how am I able to get a foot in the door and to start a career in clinical research? Here, Mike and I want to support you. Senior's Health FSP 360 has established a wonderful CRA entry-level program. And to get more insight into this program called CTI, we have invited a guest who will explain all the details within the next 20 minutes. And now, let's get started. Hi, Maike. How are you today? Are you doing fine? Hi, Ben. Yes, I'm really good. Um, it's a very sunny Friday and I'm happy uh, to be here again. Yeah, sunny here as well. And with this episode, we're actually picking up the thread as a career podcast in clinical research. That is what we intended to do when we started with this project. Last time we have talked about leadership with a very experienced senior director. However, this time, We are going to talk and we will be speaking about entry-level positions and how Senior's Health, FSP360, is able to offer a first step in clinical research. Um, so for this very important topic, we have invited a guest, Tom Winters, today. So welcome, Tom. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, great to have you here. So um, we are really happy that you could make it possible to be our guest today. Actually, we have like a quite of a time difference. You are based in Texas, if I'm correct, right? That's correct. I'm out in, uh, out in West Texas, um, just west of Fort Worth. Great. So um, we are sitting here in Germany, so it's quite a time difference. And um, so maybe just as an introduction, you can tell us something about your role and position within Sun Yourself. What are you actually doing? So my name is Tom Winters. I'm an associate director with Senio Self. I've been with Senio Self for six and a half years. Um, I do uh, directly manage um, CRAs and in-house support staff. And my main passion is the FSP 360 CRA or CRA CTI program. So this is actually what we are here um, to talk about, CTI program, and we have announced this in the intro already, but CTI program, what does CTI program really mean? What does CTI mean? Can you explain a bit well, what it is? Yeah. So CTI is Clinical Training Institute, and the purpose of the CRA one is to actually take um, individuals from inside Cineos Health or external who do not have on-site CRA experience and provide them the knowledge and the training that they need in order to move into a CRA one position. So if I get it correct, it's really like an entry position for people who have limited knowledge at the moment or maybe even no knowledge about clinical research. Is that correct? Well, not necessarily a lack of knowledge of clinical research, just not a full um, background and knowledge of the actual CRA or clinical research associate role. It is entry level. Um, however, our main 
candidates that we look for are either in-house support staff with Cineos Health, or we do go external to the clinical research coordinator role, external. Primary focus there is obviously we want to see a good research knowledge at the site level, um, and especially that therapeutic area knowledge that is very crucial. Mm -hmm. Okay, so at least, for example, limited knowledge or some knowledge of GCP, basic knowledge of GCP is definitely supportive to start here in this role. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks, Tom. So um, regarding the CTI program itself, how is it structured? What are you actually doing when you when you have a candidate that is starting in the CTI program? So the way the program set up, especially with FSP 360, is we designed or I designed this program so that it is run in parallel with their onboarding with the sponsor that they're assigned to. Um, they go through a lot of um, e-learnings inside of the learning center, as well as instructor-led trainings. Uh, these are all done virtual using Teams as a platform. It's about 46 hours of total learning that they're going to do for the CTI program. The reason why I chose to set this program up this way is so that they can get direct exposure with the systems and processes and tools they're actually going to be using with the sponsor they're assigned to. So yeah, it's just, it's run in parallel with their onboarding with the sponsor. Okay, so that sounds pretty interesting. So that means that people are not directly, um, well, put on projects for a sponsor, but they get really like a decent training prior to their start. And also additionally, while they are with working for the sponsor and active for the sponsor. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we've done a little bit of both. Um, I am currently in the process of uh, trying to identify 10 candidates across the United States to um, come in, start the program, um, get going pretty good through the program and then look to assign them to the sponsor where they'll get the um, exposure and the, the training they'll need at the sponsor level. That sounds really interesting. So you mentioned the states here. Um, are there any other countries or continents, regions where the CTI program has been rolled out already as well? Yes, absolutely. So we do have um, candidates who have gone through the program or going through the program in all of Europe. Um, as well as Asia, Latin America, and then North America as well, including the United States and Canada. So that's a, a great um, way to develop people into a full CRA role. And you mentioned also that um, you um, like to see some candidates or candidates can um, enter the program if they have less on-site monitoring um, experience. So... Um, how do you train these people on on-site tasks? That's a great question. So the benefit of FSP 360 CTI is we, because we get them assigned to the sponsor, we actually get them to get observation visits. These are opportunities for them to go out with an experienced CRA and see not just how to monitor, but how to monitor on-site and remotely using that sponsor's tools, processes, and systems. And who will manage these um, trainings then? Is there a special CTI trainer or who are the people behind? 
Yes. So I do have trainers. Um, I have a trainer who works primarily in Asia Pacific training the candidates there. I have a few trainers, three trainers over in uh, Europe who um, facilitate the trainings in Europe. And then myself and I have about three others here in the U.S. And we manage all of North America and LATAM. The program is set up so that the trainer does um, oversee and uh, take the candidate through the training for CTI, but there is manager involvement. So their sponsor manager is very much involved in, in their training as well and knowing where their progress is at. Yes, that sounds really great. So candidates are really managed by different people and they have different people to talk to and ask their questions. That's a really great idea. Absolutely. They do get a lot of support, that's for sure. I would have another question here um, because you said that there is like an initial training and also, of course, there is some, um, well, support and let's call it mentorship or I don't know if there is a better word for that. But um, after the initial training phase, is the CTI program itself, is it pretty rigid or can it be adapted in some way to maybe clients needs? Um, are you flexible there? Yes, it is actually adapted to the, the to an individual sponsor. So if a sponsor, for example, wants to provide investigational product training, um, then we can focus the program for them just to cover the sponsor's investigational product training. If the sponsor doesn't offer a robust uh, IP training, then we, uh, we do have um, a very good course for investigational product. So this is actually... The, the big advantage of the CTI program, as far as I see it, because it is flexible. That's what I understood, that um, sponsors or clients um, in FSP 360 can really name their needs and you and the CTI program is able to adapt to their needs. So is that a correct summary? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there anything else that um, that we might have missed that would be good to mention to explain any further advantages of the CTI program to clients as well? Well, I think the biggest thing right now is just our track record. In in FSP 360, uh, last year we did, we had 45 CRAs come through the program. Of those 45 that came through the program, um, they all finished the program successfully. They all moved out to the sponsor and are currently working in the CRA role. Um, we only lost three of all of last year. Uh, two moved on to other competitors, which isn't always a great thing, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them was actually converted by the sponsor that he was working to a full-time employee with the sponsor. So, I think that's more of a testament of, the, of how good the program is that our candidates finish it, perform at such a high level that the sponsor wants to make them a full-time employee. Yeah, exactly. And this is really a very good point. Leads me actually to my next question, because in preparation for this interview with you, um, I have read about the CTI program and I have read that the metrics for CRA ones, so the ones we are actually talking about um, in the CTI program, for example, regarding action items or protocol deviation rate, better result in monitoring evaluation visits is 
really high compared to um, other CRAs, for example. Do you have an explanation for that? What could be the underlying reason for that? I think the biggest reason is we've taught them um, from the beginning that this is the expectation and this is doable and here's how to do it. And they perform at a high level. Um, they're excited about the opportunities. They're excited about the contribution that they're making to medicine in, the, in their new role. And um, I think it's, it, it's just that they're very appreciative of the opportunity and the training that they did receive. Yeah, so it seems that the motivation is pretty high amongst these um, these CRA or this employee pool, and also that they probably learn right from the start. Right, they get things taught yes. right at the beginning and know exactly what to do. Yeah. Sounds yes. great. Yeah. So maybe to put it in a nutshell, in the end, what do you think would be the perfect candidate for the CTI program? What are you aiming for just as a general profile? What are you looking for in a candidate for the CTI program? I'm looking for somebody who has the good clinical research experience, um, usually again at the site level. Um, we do see a lot of good experience with our in-house support staff, such as our COSs or, or project specialists. I think the, the biggest thing is they need to be in enthusiastic and excited about the opportunity about being a CRA that enthusiasm carries with them all the way through and it's just it's very important I find that the coordinators um, externally who have really good therapeutic um, background are very good candidates as well yeah and this is a really great opportunity for them uh, to uh, get in touch with us um, for a further career as a CRA. So sounds really, really nice and motivated people are everywhere. So um, thank you for showing us your needs or the, the program. So I have another question. So when I will start as a CTI a trainee, how long will it take uh, for me to complete the course or the program And is there anything else um, that I will um, participate in within the CTI program after I have completed the initial phase? Yeah, great question. So the program itself um, is designed to take about five weeks to complete. Um, during that five weeks, they will be expected to follow their syllabus, go into the learning center, take the courses that are in the learning center that are assigned to them or that are involved in the syllabus. Um, during that five weeks, there's instructor-led courses. My team uses a SharePoint site that we keep a very good calendar of trainings, and it gives the managers who are overseeing these candidates great insight as to what trainings are coming up, what area they're being taught in. So, for example, I may have a class going on for a certain subject today over in um, EMEA, And that same course is going to be happening later this evening over in North America so that we can make sure that everybody can have a course in their time zone. The program, after five weeks, there are still some trainings that need to be completed. They're mostly soft skill trainings to really give the candidate or the CRA the, um, the ability to deal with, you know, some of the potential situations that, are, that they're going to be put in out in the field. And then, of course, um, we do have those observation visits. Those will be starting right around week three and they can go, you know, pretty far out. So it's possible that a CRA going through the program 
um, doesn't even get an opportunity to see an initiation visit for weeks or months. Um, but it is very important that they do have that opportunity to observe the visit before they're put in a position where they have to actually conduct that visit. So I usually see my CRAs from the time they start with me to the time they're independently monitoring is about anywhere between five and seven weeks. And is there any assessment you need to do or anything to be signed off or to have that course completed? Sure, yes. We actually keep a, mon a manager sign-off inside the SharePoint site that, um, that we see the program through. And the managers actually go in, track on their training. Complete, you know, they, they pull their transcript and, and enter the dates they complete each training. And then as far as the observation visits, we really do a, a see one, do one, teach one approach to these. So the CRA is going to get an opportunity to observe the visit um, with an experienced CRA with that particular sponsor. Um, once they see one, they're actually in it. It's not even though they're called observation visits, they're not just going and sitting and watching. Each CRA completes a synopsis at each one of those visits. And these synopsis contain all 15 elements of a modern visit report, and they need to provide that to their manager within three business days of the completion of that visit. Once the CRA feels comfortable with a visit, works with their manager to make sure that they feel comfortable, we also solicit feedback from the experienced CRA to make sure that they were engaged in the visit, that they were you know, doing the appropriate things they should be doing. Then we give them their opportunity to show us that they've They've been able to retain the information in this visit. Either a manager or an experienced CRA uh, or a mentor would actually go out with that CRA to the site that's going to be assigned to them. And this time the CRA is observed. And once the visit's done, they'll complete their visit report in their sponsor CTMS and provide a copy to their manager for review. If all goes well after this visit, then this CRA is signed off for that visit type and is ready to go. If a CRA does need additional visits, then we, we certainly provide those to a CRA. Each CRA is, is usually given an opportunity um, to observe four visits if they need them. Great. So it sounds really good, structured, well-supported um, program. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and thanks, Tom, for sharing so much insight. Um, we are more or less at the end of this podcast episode today. My final question would be, is there any suggestion from your side, anything that you can suggest people um, who are interested after hearing about the CTI program, how to reach out? Should they re reach out to you or is there, is there any other contact that you would suggest? Absolutely. So they can obviously reach out to their own manager. Their manager is going to be able to give them um, insight as to how they can move on in their career. Obviously, we do keep all the postings whenever we open up a, requ a requisition for a CRA one. We do put that in the system and those posts are available through the Senios Health website and underneath careers. Um, and obviously, if your manager, um, if their manager would like to reach out to me, um, to talk about getting them into the program. I am always available. 
Thank you very much, Tom. And what we will definitely do again is we will put the contact details of Sunya's Health FSP 360 in the show notes, of course. And I think on LinkedIn, you can always reach out to um, recruiters to find open positions. We will also put the link to the career portal of Sunya's Health in the show notes. So whenever you're interested in any of the CTI positions, reach out there directly. I think we're at the end of the show. Thank you very much, Tom, for being our guest today. It was a wonderful episode. Thanks, Maike. Thank you, too. Looking forward to the next episode. Thank you both. I really appreciate it. And now it's up to you if you're interested in entering the world of clinical research. Visit our website, seniorshealth.com, check the career portal for open CRA1 positions, and get in touch. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and like it on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and many other social media streams. Hope that you tune into the next episode. Stay safe, all the best, and until next time.